What is going on, everybody? Austin and Jordan here today. We uh, have a fun and fantastic topic that we cannot wait to get to get out to you. And uh, I don't know, I'm just excited about this one, man. I am too. So me and Austin try to get together at least once a week, but we've been trying to twice mm-hmm. sometimes to just hit a little workout podcast if we have time. And our workout today really was different. And yeah. it kind of reminded us of when we met way back when years ago, it's mm-hmm. been like seven years ago, that probably seven, ish. Yeah. And the workout style that kind of brought us together with the bodybuilding and things like that. And then got us thinking about how many different types of workouts that we do now. Right. And uh, just the differentiation that we put into our routine and how many different types of training methods there is out there. Yeah, there's so many different ones. And Jordan and I have talked a lot about, you know, uh, separating yourself. We did a three-part series in the Separating Yourself series. And just, you know, we ended with the BU and and it kind of ties in with like the workout selection. Like we started off getting into bodybuilding. I still do bodybuilding. Jordan still does some of it. But we also like training athletically. We love the combination of like both things. And so we kind of brought up, well, why can't we do both to yeah. still achieve our goals? And we've just discussed today, like a lot of people I think get stuck on just doing like one thing. Like, um, you know, it might just be CrossFit, just sticking with CrossFit. Or it might be bodybuilding, just sticking with bodybuilding. Powerlifting, just with powerlifting. You know, or just sticking into that one-dimensional way when... In some ways, I feel like different training methods that incorporate different types of things like that mm-hmm. can actually be benefit for your said sport or just for your goal, personal own personal goal. Completely agree. You know, I think about how I've changed my training style over the last couple of years, and a big majority of that was like one, I was really finding myself getting bored. Yeah, uh, I was getting tired of doing doing the same old thing. Um, I was an athlete for so long growing up, a basketball player, a track runner. That I loved that competition side of things. Mm-hmm. I loved the, the athleticness of specific style of training. Right. But I still like love to lift to put on some size and symmetry, and, and so, which is what I did for so many years and after sports was bodybuilding. Because I was like, okay, this is the only realm of competition, still meeting right. goals of like putting on size, shape, yeah. symmetry. But I just got bored. Right. You know, and so I was like, okay, how do I change this? And it didn't meet my actual like personal goals in the hunting world. You know, right. doing that kind of stuff didn't necessarily make me better on the mountain. And so I was like, yep. I was really struggling with, okay, what do I do? Because I don't want to just do CrossFit because that makes me bored just doing CrossFit. Or, right. You know, it, yeah, there was like so many different things that I'm like, okay, how do I actually combine this? How do yeah. I, how do I bring in all these realms and make a style that fits me that a, I don't get bored with, and B, I have extreme longevity with. Yeah, absolutely. For, for I mean, hopefully my whole life, but if, if I do get bored with it as well, it can easily merge into more. Right. I think, uh, I think exercise selection is huge for people uh, because everybody, I, I get bored of just doing one thing. Like if I just do, like, it'd be very difficult for me to just power lift 365. Mm-hmm. Like I like doing different things. So I also like incorporating different things. I might have a day where it's, just built around bodybuilding higher rep stuff, but it's using more power explosive stuff. Maybe it's higher rep squat bench deadlift, you know, yeah. or like today we experienced, we like, we did some chain deadlifts, just trying different, different things. We did a, a super, few, yeah, with some pull-ups. Super, super sets, a few different dumbbell variations that, you know, really focused on hitting the core more. Right. Um, Even and, some isometric movements for yeah. the leg, which is not common for us. No, it isn't, but it helps us because we know how to prescribe our own exercises to, like you said, have longevity, adhere to our goal, yes. and keep it interesting for us. And I think that's a, you know, three big things that people 
struggle with. I, I, three common things I think people struggle with. Yeah, so let's like really talk about the first one right. um, that I love is the longevity factor. Absolutely. I think that's a factor that, that you should really look into when starting a plan mm -hmm. um, or even just looking into all the different types. Because, I mean, you have cross training, you have yep. group classes, you have boot camps, you have powerlifting, you have bodybuilding, yep. you have CrossFit, you have yoga, you yep. have martial arts, you have all these things. So, you know, you don't have to pick just one. Right. But maybe, you know, when you're going into it, finding that coach or finding, um, you know, the person who is putting out the right content for you, the right program for you to follow mm -hmm. that totally hits your interest and that it's not something that you're going to stop with or that's hard to follow for four yeah. weeks or eight weeks. It's something that you can do forever or for a very long time. Yeah. Because if you enjoy that, you want to be able to do it for a long time. So you need to find the proper programming, proper coach, proper something that's going to let you do the thing that you enjoy for a long period of time. So you're able to stain that for a long period of time. And like Jordan said, it doesn't mean, cause sometimes even though you love it, sometimes you want to try something different for me. Yes. I was constantly doing bodybuilding and I love bodybuilding, but I, I had experienced a little powerlifting early on in life and I had friends that did it. So I wanted to do that too. So I like to dip myself into both avenues and I still always make sure that I'm taking measures that Okay, if I'm going to start doing some heavy, heavy lifting, I don't want to hurt myself so I can't ever do bodybuilding again. Yes. So I do a lot of different dynamic warm-up stuff before, and I always make sure form is good. And if my form's breaking down, I recognize that problem, step back, work on things like doing some maybe different core work, different isometric stuff that I can tie back that will help me. Yeah. And I think a lot of people need to take that same approach. Agreed. Agreed. Because like one thing he mentioned in that was he does a lot of dynamic warm-up. So think about you know what group of people utilize that. Well, a main group of people that really utilize that is athletes. Yeah. You go to any professional basketball game, football, mm -hmm. anything like that, and you watch, you get there early and you watch the players warm up. Right. That is dynamic warm is. up. Like yes. those are things that get the body moving in the same planes of motion that you're actually utilizing in exercise. Yes. Um, there, there are things that, you know, ways that you move in an everyday life, bending mm -hmm. over and picking up your kid, yes. getting in and out of your vehicle, things like that, that, your body should be able to move very fluently in mm -hmm. and you, but you have to move your body that way to continue to move your body that exactly. way. And so it's something that you should replicate. Yeah. It, it, it is so important in everyday life. Like Jordan said, like taking those dynamic warmups seriously will teach you good habits in everyday life, like picking up a grocery bag mm -hmm. or picking up something in a twisty jerky motion where, I mean, hear that all the time people throw their back out. Yeah. So just practicing that creates and adds to that longevity so you can enjoy that specific type of training. Yeah. So we talked about the longevity. Yes. Um, the other thing you really talked about was, you know, things that meet your goals. Yeah. And so let's give a couple examples, Austin, like you talked about how you were a, a bodybuilder, you know, that was a big love of your life, still mm -hmm. is, still yeah. have it, but you still love, you know, the powerlifting side of things. You mm -hmm. love the competitiveness in that. Uh, you love the, just moving big weight. Yeah. But you also now, uh, you know, you're a co-host for Run to Gun. Mm -hmm. You go on some, you're starting to go on more hunts. Yeah. Um, early on, like let's use the muzzleloader hunt, for example, in the snow, oh, man, like several was, years yes. ago, it's been like four years ago. Yeah. It's kind of one of the first like more rigorous hunts we took Austin on. That what was, happened? that was an eye opener. Uh, so I'm used to hunting. I'm used to walking line, long miles. That's, that's not the issue. The difference was the terrain. Mm -hmm. When I say the terrain, what I mean is like there was a lot of high, high snow, heavy snow. We were walking. Uh, I'm sure it's loud and clear that I'm the shortest person of running the beginning <laughs> crew. So my hip flexors were just on fire because we were putting in a lot of miles. And we were doing them quick, too, because we, we were limited towards the end of the day on time. So we needed to get set up and get out there in a hurry. Yeah. And so every step I was sinking into that snow and I had to just 
high knee it up and down and you do that for you know a couple miles mile and a half maybe and then you got to do it back again and you try to do it in a hurry so you can get set up because we could see the deer and we, we had to try to get up on them and uh, you know we're trying to do all this and you got to control your breathing and not make a lot of noise if you have to be strategic about it but you have to be quick and so that was an eye-opener for me that I'm like okay strength isn't a problem but there's something going on you know like yeah, you know, putting in long miles is going to be a stamina thing. I do stamina training. That's fine. But it was my hips. Yeah. My like hips. mobility more. Yes. Like stretching I more. had to really – I had to put myself in exercises that I enjoy but that challenged me in the way that it tied back to stuff like that. And then increasing some even in intensity. Like yeah. how frequent you do the exercise without breaking exactly. in between is another yes. option that you, you really did. Yeah. And like to show how awesome it has come so far in that style, like – this guy's a bodybuilder, a powerlifter, amazingly strong, but has amazing conditioning, which isn't always common in that world. Mm-hmm. And this year we did, like, we always do the Murph every year. Oh, yeah, that was fun. And, like, which the Murph is you run a mile, you yep. have 300 squats, you have 200. Did I say that wrong? Yeah, yeah you have oh, 300 squats, squats, 200 pull ups. No, 100, 100, 100 pull ups. 200 push-ups? 200 push-ups, I yeah. So, something I like destroyed that. that. Yeah, yeah that's and then you run another mile. Either yeah. way, it's, it's a very tough workout. Yep. And we run the mile, we start cranking out all the pull, pull-ups, push-ups, sit-up, or pull-ups, sit-up, squats, and uh, pull-ups, push-ups, squats. Yep. Wow, Jordan. And, uh, <laughs> and then we go, Austin gets a little bit ahead of me on the last couple of rounds, and I'm like, not a big deal. Yep. I'm like, I just have to stay within a little, little bit of him. I'll crush him on the last run. Mm-hmm. Like, Austin can't run. I'll crush him. Like, I right. got this. Just Austin destroyed <laughs> me. Like there wasn't a chance that I was ever gonna catch him. Like because he worked at that. You know, yeah. it, it, he started doing exercises that were aimed towards his goals. Yeah, and still kept the exercises that he absolutely loved to do. And so he didn't necessarily have to adhere to just one style of training to accomplish that. Right. He mixed in like three, four different styles, and now is strong as he's ever been. Yep. Uh, it's one of the best, obviously the best conditioning he's ever been. Absolutely. And when it comes down to like symmetry, shape, size, he's competing in yeah. like, uh, like he's a world-class bodybuilder in the natural setting. And so it's, it's amazing what you can absolutely do with that when it comes to your goal setting. So you don't, for example, you don't have to pick just one thing. You can, you can do multiple things and be great at it. But it takes, it takes, uh, it adaption and adherence uh and it was extremely embarrassing to trail behind these guys in a field when you've hunted your whole life and you just your hips are on fire it was a very undescribable pain because i've done a lot of insane if people know me i've done a lot of insane leg work on my leg workouts in my life <laughs> but the uh yeah. the burning in my hip flexor it was it was rough and it, i mean they were so far ahead of me so that was an eye-opener for me and i could have let it defeat me and just say i'm never doing that again Mm -hmm. or i could face the challenge and say no i'm gonna work on things this is a problem and i'm not gonna ever let that happen to me again and so i tried to adapt and do this and so if if i would not have been with run to gun and had gone through that i may have just kept staying on the straight you know path without challenging myself so there was a challenge in front of me and i i wanted to accomplish and achieve it and I feel like I've done a better job. We've been on multiple hunts. I don't have any problems, you know, walking. My stamina is good. And, uh, yeah, I'm real thankful that That's I went awesome. out with you guys and you guys, you know, gave me that It was just a opener. cool experience, like, to it see that, that transition, you know. And uh, we've gone through the same transition on, you know, the intensity of our hunts have increased over the years. And they have. So that style of training has really changed. Mm-hmm. And, and now we really even push our clients, you know, on our website to yeah. really train that way, too. Um, it's, been, it's been really 
beneficial to a lot of clients. We've had some clients with some great success this yeah, year. Yeah, and people have um, fun because they're still, like, we're still doing what you want to do. We fun and we change it up. Right, absolutely. We, we change it up. So we talked about the longevity. We talked yep. about the goals. Yep. And then, you know, I really think that last, you know, third one, maybe not the last one, but the third one is to just dip your fingers in a lot of things until you find it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until yeah. you find that, that, that exercise prescription that fits you. Right. Yeah. Just, I think picking, because uh, there's so many different ways of doing or different variations of doing different exercises. Uh, we've talked about this all the time. Like some people prefer front squats, some back squats, some, you know, it's a, it's a goblet squat. Like finding something in, in the range that you enjoy it, it's going to be benefit for you. Putting it together for that exercise prescription that it's challenging you more than just one way. It's making you better. It's adding to your longevity. Uh, and, you, you know, it's making sure you're not becoming one-dimensional. And you're keeping just a strong, open mind. Yeah. Within this. Like, I've always, like, I've never been a fan of overhead squatting or mm-hmm. snatching with a barbell. Right. And over the last couple months, and actually, I've, I've really worked on shoulder mobility, thoracic right. mobility, because I was like, I really kind of want to do some of these movements. Because yeah. I just think that exercise expertise, like, you've been doing exercise for so long. I've had so many years of it that, right. like... I, you know, you start getting drawn to these things that you're mm-hmm. like, dude, I, I really want to do that, but I, right. I don't want to get hurt doing it. Exactly. So like I built my way up into it and this week I overhead squat for the first time and I'm like, yep. what have I been missing? I'm like, that right. was super fun and challenging. Like not just for my body challenging, but super mental, yeah. like just getting in the right positions and doing it right. And like seeing it come together, it was addicting. Like, and because you're putting yourself through a, you know, a different challenge with a squat, like it's going to just make you become more aware of things that maybe you weren't focusing on as much when you were doing like a back squat or a front squat. Like yeah. it's just going to make sure you're being a lot more strict. Well, and I, exactly. I'm so ex- excited for my front squat and my back squat now because I'm like, dude, this, I can tell this movement's going to improve it big time because right. of the massive stability. Yep. I can't go heavy with it at all. Like I had 65 pounds over my head. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and so my, my control and, and how fast I can do the movement was detrimentally slower was not powerful it was controlled and so i'm like dude i'm gonna benefit from this so much like and then i start thinking about all my hunts and i'm like the next day how sore i was in all these different places like dude like my obliques were like shredded apart right from doing that and i'm like this is gonna make me way better out the field even you know on these hunts so carrying out a heavy pack and so it's like finding you know always trying these new things that you know can improve all these other faucets of your life yeah i for a long time have uh what's called sumo deadlift so your stance is wider mm-hmm. um i've done conventional back in the day before but i just i feel more comfortable and i feel better in a sumo but you know when jordan and i were talking today he was sharing that so i'm like you know what, let's do something different i don't conventional deadlift a lot and we did conventional deadlifts we did them with chains and it just felt really really good to just do something different you, you know what i mean PR your conventional deadlift. yeah like just i'm a conventional try. guy so i was yeah. like he was doing what I like to do. We yeah. were just mixing it up. And we still made sure it's around what we're trying to do, whether it's bodybuilding, powerlifting, CrossFit, getting ready for upcoming hunts, making sure we're just on point. Yeah. And, you know, I think number four definitely then is have fun and keep it yep. fun. Yeah, keep if, it fun. If you want to go all the way back to number one to longevity, if you're not doing number four, having fun, right, really hard to stick to number one with longevity. Which makes it hard to stick to your goals and want to just keep doing what you're doing. They all tie together, they dude. Do. It's they like do. so <laughs> crazy how it all ties together. And the biggest part of exercise and health is fun. It should not call, cause an extra stress no, in your life. If you're relieve stre- the stress. Yes. If you're stressing about making sure you have to get your workout in, like you might, you know, 
your your schedule might be off. You're maybe right. not doing the right things. You're working out the wrong time. Like, yes, it might be stressful because time can be stressful. But but but, some, but sometimes you can make time to get. Maybe it's a 10-minute workout, 15 minutes. And sometimes those are just the best ones. And don't mix up that you're busy in time right. with the whole stressing out about getting the workout in. Exactly. The workout isn't the thing stressing you out. It's your time. Yeah, it's the time. It's the, it's the time. It's, it's all your time management. It's doing yep. all those things that's stressing you out. So right. let the exercise be fun. Yes. Let it be that Because if it's fun, life. you will find the time to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, I love that. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. This was a really cool topic. Yeah. Just about finding and prescribing the right exercise for you. I hope you enjoyed it. If you guys have questions on help, you know, what finding the right exercise prescription for you, make sure to send us over an email or a DM on our social medias. Got Perform Right and Run to Gun. Just check them out. Send us a DM if you need any help. We're always happy to give you advice to help yeah, out. Absolutely. Obviously, free of charge. That is what we love to do uh, to get you pointed in the right direction. Have a great rest of your week. Enjoy this beautiful Friday. Thanks, guys.